today. Will you pray with me? Oh God, we have gathered at your invitation. We have felt the movement of your spirit. Touch our hearts and our minds. Be active in our lives in a way that your good news is real. Your good news touches us. Your good news lives through us. Your good news makes a difference, a good difference in our lives and those lives around us. For we pray in your name. Amen. So our gospel story for today is the story of Zacchaeus, a familiar story. Zacchaeus, the tax collector. And it seems to be a very special day. A special day maybe for two reasons. First, it's that one day every year when it's perfectly legal for the tax collector to collect and keep for himself everything he's able to get from the people. Everything he can get through threats, extortion, bribery, corruption. That's one reason it's a special day. The second reason is what happens to Zacchaeus on this day. Does does this, this story sound familiar to you at all, the themes? It should be because it's a Bible story that's told every year, and it's a story, at least for me, that reminds us of the power of truth and redemption in our lives. I mean, that's it. Why these four words, threats, extortion, bribery, corruption, these four words we have in our mind, right? And we see them in Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, the tax collector. No, no, more than a tax collector. He is a captain of a team of tax collectors. He's got this whole team working for him. Zacchaeus is, the Bible tells us, a sinner. A sinner, a person who cares nothing for the needs, the feelings, the well-being, the safety of others. As a sinner, he is despised, mistrusted, rejected by all who know him, rejected by his community, by his neighbors, by his synagogue, his, his family of faith. And on top of that, Zacchaeus is short. So when Jesus passes through town, Zacchaeus climbs a tree just to see him. I don't think it was out of reverence. It was probably more out of curiosity. And he sees Jesus walk under, and Jesus looks up, and Jesus spots him. And Jesus says these words, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. For I must stay at your house today. I must stay at your house today. Joy reminded us that our stewardship theme this year is we together make a difference. We together make a difference. How does that work? When we give to Just North Church, when we give to this community, this family of faith, when we, when we, when we give to each other, when we, when we give to the future, what do we expect in return? You know, there are no guarantees. Why do we make this commitment? Why do, why do you make this commitment? After all, if you think about your pledge as part of some larger budget, 
how big a difference does it really make? Couldn't you use that money for something else? Some of you might have children heading off to college. Some of you might be battling bills that you need to pay. Aren't there other charitable causes out there that excite you more than this idea of repairing a leaky roof or replacing a broken furnace? Why give to this family of faith? Why, why, why play on this team? You know, when you join a team, when you commit to a family, you don't really know what's going to happen. You don't really know how the game will end, who on the team will be hitting that winning run, or if your team will even win. So why, why commit to a team at all? Does it really matter? Does it? Of course it does. Yes, it matters. When I was growing up, when I was short and growing up, I lived in a rural community in northwest Ohio, Waterville, Ohio. And I'll tell you, we, we were not diverse. We all looked the same, we all sounded the same, we all came from the same place, we all basically believed the same things. There really was no diversity of any kind in my hometown. But then one summer, one summer a boy came to Waterville who was from a he was from a different religion. I mean, there, there were no Jews or Muslims in Waterville, Ohio. There, there were very few Catholics. If you, were, if you were Catholic, you had to go to Mass down, down the river in the next town, and that's where most of the Catholics chose to live. There were really only two other tiny churches in town, a Presbyterian, a Methodist, and both of them were on the edge of town. But in Waterville, the big church in town was Zion Lutheran Church. I mean, back then, it was part of the American Lutheran Church. We were all ALC Lutherans. You know, it seemed really that all of us belonged to Zion Church. But like I was saying, one summer, a new boy appeared in town. And he joined our Waterville Little League baseball team. He was different. Right off, I, right off, he had a weird name. I mean, his name was Dwayne. Who's named Dwayne? I mean, you have Dan, you have Wayne, but what kind of name is Dwayne? And he was kind of tall, and he was kind of lengthy, and he was taller, really, than everybody else on the team, and, well, he was real quiet. He seemed to be, as I think about it, he was real shy. The one thing I struggled to understand was his religion. He just wasn't like us. The Wayne's family worshipped in a different way. They worshipped with different traditions and, and different practices. I mean, it was, it was, it was a different, different faith, really, if you think about it. The Wayne's family were members of the Missouri Synod Lutherans. <laughs> Nothing like us. Nothing like us. 
But that summer, Dwayne joined the baseball team. And we weren't too sure about him. I mean, the coach told us that we were a team, that we all had to commit, that we had to, that we had to give together, that we had to pull together in the same direction, that we had to support one another, strengthen each other. We weren't that sure about Dwayne. He wasn't like us. He really wasn't one of us. I mean, I was in right field and he was in center field, so we'd wave and we'd talk and I'd try to be friendly, but he was different. He was not one of us at all. Until. True story. Until the end of the Little League baseball season. <laughs> now, the Waterville Little League was not a very competitive team. I mean, we played a total of eight games that summer, and at the end of the seventh game, we were one for seven. <laughs> but everything changed for a moment. Everything changed at the end of that eighth game. It was, again, true story. It was, a, it was the top of the ninth inning. And for the first and last time in my entire life, I hit a home run. I mean, I, I swing widely at everything. I was the strikeout queen. But the pitcher must have thrown a wild one, and I swung wildly the same direction. And I ran the bases, making the score four to three. We were ahead. We were ahead at the top of the ninth. But we didn't score again. We were three and out. And suddenly it was the bottom of the ninth. And it was one of those, you know, those close, tight games where suddenly everything means a whole lot. I mean, the team was on its feet. The families were on their feet. Everyone was holding their breath or cheering. One out. One runner on. And, our, and their best batter up the bat. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You know, it felt as if there were just two people in the world at that time. Our champion on the mound and our enemy at bat. And I remember, I remember Jimmy doing the wind-up. He bent down low, he reached way back, and he threw that perfect pitch. And the batter swung and crack. A ball soared in the air. It soared and it soared and like a missile. It sailed way out into center field. And it just, it, just, it just hung there for what felt like forever. And the fielder jumped high. And he reached far as he could go. And the ball smacked down hard. Right into Wayne's mitt. And he landed with a thud. And he watched the runner round third, and he shifted the ball in his hand, and he drew back his arm, and he threw that ball with all he had, all the way from center field, all the way to home base. And the catcher caught it. Caught it just in time to tag the runner out. And suddenly, suddenly, this stranger, this outsider, 
this team member with that strange name, Dwayne. This person to whom we had not yet extended a warm welcome. Dwayne had joined the team. He had changed everything. The mystery of faith is that we commit. We commit to each other. We commit to this team. We commit to this family, this family of faith. The mystery of faith is that we risk. We risk believing in each other, believing in the future, believing in doing the right thing, even, even when it's difficult. Maybe, maybe especially because it is so difficult. The mystery of faith and commitment are, really, they're uncertain and hopeful and confusing and surprising and conflicted and uniting and enlightening and I think always at least a bit mysterious. Faith and commitment. Together they mean we together make a difference. We do. We certainly do. We together make a difference. Amen.